Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And welcome to the Auto Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg. Grab a stool and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Kath Ingram is with us this hour to discuss how to combat, or better yet, avoid coronavirus or COVID-19 and other viruses, including ordinary influenza, and do it all in a natural way. In the second hour, Sloane Bella, Hollywood psychic medium to the stars, will be here. She'll give us her psychic impressions uh, on coronavirus, uh, the death of Kobe Bryant, the U.S. elections uh, coming up later this year, and uh, and much, much more. Carlos Cagina is my technical producer. Ryan White is the live stream producer. Uh, well, a second person has died in the U.S. from the coronavirus. And in other news, well, about 900 people died from seasonal influenza in the United States this week, just to put things in perspective. Here to discuss how to combat or avoid COVID-19 is Cass Ingram. He's a nutritional physician who received his a BS in biology and chemistry from the University of Northern Iowa and a DO from the University of Osteopathic Medicine and Health Sciences in Des Moines, Iowa. Cass has since written over 25 books on natural healing and uh, he is working uh, right now as we speak on a book on the coronavirus. Dr. Cass Ingram, welcome back to the great Conspiracy to, great Show. Great to be back. How you been doing, my friend? I'm all right, thanks. You yeah. know something? There's a place that there's not even one case, and they even had a like a, a truckload, I mean a, a plane load of people that came back from China, and those, the, those nationals didn't have any coronavirus in their system. Where do you suppose it was? Greece? Where, exactly. Where does the oregano grow? In the mountains of Greece. In the mountains of Greece and Turkey. Greece has a couple cases, not much. But Turkey has zero. And that's where the heavy density of the wild oregano is. Isn't this interesting? It had zero mad cow disease. All the meat, the goats that they eat and the sheep eat the oregano. <laughs> you know, and in the, when I was in the mountain, the village chiefs all said, you want some oregano tea? Who in the world in the United So the wild oregano, I'm telling you, I'm flying into Seattle, the hot zone. I mean, I've got to give a lecture. It's a full house. Well, here's the interesting thing, Cass. Many of these cases, and I don't know about the numbers coming out of China because they're, very, they're keeping their cards very close to the best. Yeah. But one of the things that I'm noticing is the people that are dying, tragically, yeah. have some sort of underlying condition. Well, yeah. This is a nasty, I've treated this before, you know, with the SARS in Canada when it broke out, remember that? In 2003. Yeah, but it's still nasty, and it's got those spicules, and it can go, and if you don't have a good immune system or good mucous membranes, especially elderly with low vitamin A, low vitamin C, medications, poor structure, underlying conditions, and it just can go like a stealth. And before they know it, medically, it ends up causing a pneumonia, and they suffocate, basically. You can't get any, any air in, and they just check out. They're talking also it can cause organ failure. How does that happen? Well, it's what they call a cytokine storm. It, it comes in stealth, it duplicates, it duplicates, it duplicates, and then it builds up such a massive inflammation that the kidneys, the liver, 
and the lungs shut down. You don't even know what's happening. You know those films in China are real. You got these 40-year-old guys, 50-year-old, 30-year-old, just walking down the street. They teeter and they fall down and die because that storm, it hits them so suddenly. Right, right. But you want to strip the veil off. This is a swine flu. Come on. It's the pigs. It's a pig virus. Yes, the vaccines were involved. They heavily, massively vaccinated the pigs. You saw those images. They've been dumping like 20, 30,000, 50,000 pigs in pits and burying them alive or throwing kerosene on them and burning them. I don't know what they're doing with them. But because the pigs are sick from coronavirus. It's the way it is. And it's a so, bat coronavirus. Not just the African swine flu. That's one thing. But the right. bat got into the pig. And then they vaccinated the pigs and vaccinated them some more, and they had illegal vaccines all over China. It was a scandal. All in this year, this last year, and the year before. Illicit <laughs> vaccines, homemade ones, and recombinant, you know, uh, GMO vaccines made offshore and brought in from Vietnam. And, and you had to sign a non-disclosure if you were a pig farmer. So all of this is going on, all this for festering, and they killed 300 million pigs from because they had coronavirus. Now, do you you know the Chinese? I mean, nothing about one group or another, but over over there they trade in sick pigs. There's a mafia that does that there, right, and the right. sick, diseased flesh is on the market. So then, why are we being told it, it it came from a fish market, and then they were you know then maybe some exotic animal? Is it because they're trying to protect the pork industry? Yes, they're trying to protect the pork industry. It's $180 billion in China alone. And there's all these factory farms. Some of the farms are 17 stories, 15 stories high. Story after story of a pig. You have a propaganda machine. The propaganda machine says that it, it, it's this and that, and it's pangolins, and, it's, and we all get distracted. Oh, no, it's a bio-germ. The U.S. government dropped it on China. Now, does that even make any sense? Did you see the markets? Exactly. Yeah. Why would they self-inflict like that? You know, and why would the Chinese, the communist government, they're not going to kill the goose. The goose is China. It's making some people into billionaires in a week. This is a disaster, human-made disaster, you know, but stupid. This is a viral pneumonia, right? So antibiotics are of no use. Use. Is that correct? Useless. Worse. Don't give any drugs. You'll kill the patient. Some of that's happening in China. But look, I just told you, we did the study. I sent it to you. Yes. The study is clear. We obliterated the coronavirus, the SARS virus, 15% fatal. Categorical. With that multiple spice extract, the oregoresp was exactly what we used. Precisely. Don't have to look too far. And we used the capsules. We took the capsules, emptied the powder, the, not the gel cap, the powdered one, emptied that into the slurry, mixed it at a 1 in 10,000 dilution, and killed 99.99999% of all the viruses in two minutes. There were only 150 left out of 5 million. <laughs> it's so quick. Now, we did it with influenza A, which you, you're correct. About that's killing people, MRSA, Lyme disease, they're killing people right now by the thousands every month. If we're going to talk about corona, we should talk about MRSA and C. diff and hospitalized infections in Canada or U.S. We talk about it all. Not well, just you one. know, that's the point, right? If we put things in perspective, the number of deaths from flu on average, about 36,000 in the U.S. alone every winter, every flu season, 
And it's a lot of elderly high. people, you know. Right, and it spiked as high. I believe in 2017, 2018 was a particularly bad year. I think it was closer to 60,000. Yeah. So and why then are we all up in arms, causing the market to crash, yeah. causing, you know, disrupting supply chains and for man- manufacturing over this virus? Is it hype? Some hype maybe because there's grants being given and a lot of big vaccine money's going around now. But there's also this novelty of it. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's a novelty effect. But it's true. You see a Chinaman just kind of doing his own thing, and he just collapses and dies. So it's going to rivet the world. We don't see the people getting their arms eaten up with the MRSA. We never see the pictures. Maybe we're numb to it. I don't know. It's a, it's a new thing, right? Right. And... Uh, there's kind of a lot of electromagnetic stuff going on. Well, there's 5G. Apparently, they've unveiled 5G. They've rolled it out in China, in Wuhan, plus the air pollution. I don't uh-huh. know. But is it possible that what we're really seeing are people getting sick from the air pollution, yes, the, the 5G? Is- it's, you know, that's compromising your immune oh, yeah. system. And that's why they're keeling over? That's, well, it's a combination. There's definitely the viral element. But the viruses are fester. When you have that heavy air pollution, you have the 5G uh, frequency going on, and you have this massive overriding vaccination. I mean, you can't believe millions of doses have been given to these poor, the pigs, and the vaccines are homemade and illicit. They're not even government-approved. The government turns a deaf eye and says, well, you know, we've got this pig crisis. Give it a try. You know what happened with H1N1, which was the vaccine-induced pathology in the Mexican Smithfield Farms, their Mexican right. division? 660 people died suddenly. And then it went around the world. 500,000 by the time it was done dropped dead. But it was because the vaccinated. It's admitted in the literature. The vaccine somehow interacted with the pig to create a super germ, and it got out of the box. Well, in 1918, it did. Remember that they vaccinated the soldiers. They wanted to get rid of the vaccines and get government money. They had an excess at the end of the war, so they hit them and hit them and hit them. And it broke out in that armory in uh, barracks in Kansas and spread around the world. Maybe we're saying something like this again, because why? Look, let me tell you something. If you ate a wolf pup or a salamander, you'd get sick, but you wouldn't spread it to the whole globe. That's the difference. It wouldn't have mutated enough. You see what I mean? Right, right. Um, Dr. Cass Ingram, The Respiratory Solution. and uh, coronavirus. I already have a book out on that. <laughs> but I'm writing a whole other book. Separate. Right, on the coronavirus. Yeah. Right. Do you think that this virus is going to be, now that it's been introduced into the uh, ecosystem or what have you, it's here to stay. Every year we'll have basically maybe a variant of COVID-19. Well, we seem to be having variants of that H1N1 still, but a residual, not like it was. It'd never be like this. You know, if you listen to what I say, be like the Turk. Everybody just start getting into that P73, get a bottle of that. It's edible, it's wild, it's, it's representable, it's not synthetic. There's synthetic junk on the market. Get the real stuff. If you want, you're going to travel like me, I've got to go to Seattle. I'm taking the Regarest three, three times a day. If you do what I say, just take those two things and spread it around to people. You know, look, you know what happened when my research, 
got was online. I did the research in 2003. I'm not an opportunist. I'm not taking. So uh, the public started to trend my data. It's good data. 100% kill, 99.9% kill with the oregano, 100% with the multiple spice. And it, it was on Facebook, 2,000 posts, you know, reposts. I had nothing to do with this. Do you know what Google, Twitter, and, uh, and uh, Facebook did? Took it they down? altered the algorithm and crushed the trending. Ah. <laughs> it would have blown up. The whole world would have known the data. But they shuttered it. And the Washington Post did a hit piece on oregano oil. So did the New York Times and so did the, uh, the L.A. Times. L.A. Times said anybody that would promote oregano oil should uh, serve their place in hell for being a, a huckster. You now, know, when you say that the, the, these studies you're, you're citing, that they kill coronavirus, they kill other uh, viruses, is that... A human study, or is that in the test? Tube? Human because study we're different. working on because we have researchers trying to get to the government to put the oregano in the hands of our suffering Canadians and Americans. It's, it's, they're making the attempt. If the bra- if the governments have any brains, maybe Canadian Trudeau will do it to save the day. Uh, Trump, I don't know. Maybe they they need to do it. Okay. Uh, you don't need to do a human study on garlic and onion if it's, you just do what the medicine does. You do the medicine, and you a- add the garlic and onion, or you add the oregano and cinnamon. You just add it. But if you want the human trial, we're working on that. Right. Um, this was the in vitro. But here's the deal. Very simple. The oregano oil, when you get the edible wild oregano, may make that caveat. Now, I don't know what the farm-raised stuff would do. Probably not going to work. I don't know what the synthetic would do. Don't take it. Anything that says 86%, 93% carbocrawl, don't even bother. It's fake. So, but if we get the wild oregano, it dissolves the virus. How is any virus? It'll, you know those spicules on the coronavirus? They're done. You get a little of that oregano in there, it starts. Look, here's the deal. You're going to get killed because the virus grows faster than you can kill it or get sick from it, one of the two. You have to take the... I'll give you my list of seven. You have to take something that kills it down so you're going to survive. I don't care if it's chicken soup, but something that works, that's been proven to work. The best is the oregano oil. It even dissolves Lyme disease bacteria, but let's forget for a minute. This, the oregano dissolves the virus under the electron microscope. It shatters it. There's nothing left. How are you going to kill what strain? It doesn't matter. This strain, that strain. How do you kill 99.9999999% in two minutes? Who can do such a thing? Only God. Nobody else. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. We can still well, try to if, do the human. nothing else, I mean, you, if, if, if the coronavirus, and I'm not sure how long it can exist outside the human body, do you know, by the about way? About up to 24 hours, at least 12, 14 hours okay. on, on some surface. That's dangerous stuff. Okay, so then, so then you can wipe, you could, you, could, you could put oregano juice of some sort into a spray bottle. You could wipe down surfaces. You get on a plane, you know, wipe down your, your, uh, your, your tray, yeah, yeah, your yeah. armrests. Well, uh, and so already. There's something called a spray. 
We're not making claims for any company. I'll just tell you what's available. That's what I use. I have a two-ounce bottle. When I fly to Seattle, I have to take it with me because I'm going to spray my chest, spray around the airplane, spray a little tissue and wipe the stuff, spray my headrest. In the hotel, I spray my light bulbs, I spray the bit, whatever, and I fumigate myself. And if some sick dog comes, like there was some sick dog came here, I just sprayed there all over them, and I said, turn around, I'll spray your back. <laughs> he got better. <laughs> but so you have that. You know, I'm going to give you a total protection. You take what we did in the study, the super strength oregano oil, the orega resp, and for physicians it's known as oregacillin. Okay, you're taking that orally. You take the spray and use the spray. You use the sinus injection. You know, you just inject it up the schnozola. And you gavage. It's got the oregano in it, bay leaf, sage, whatever. You shoot it up once or twice a day. But if you're on the airplane, shoot it up every half hour. Because you know, you're breathing in a who knows what kind of crud. And if you go into a public toilet, shoot yourself before you. Who knows what you breathe? You know that fungal sinusitis. Here, I'll tell you. Don't let me forget about talk about fungus. Now, I'll tell you something else. I got my secret remedy right here. I got this stuff, the slow-release oregano beeswax. <laughs> I got my Q-tip. I'm preparing myself for the flight to Seattle, the hot zone. I take the oregano beeswax stuff. It's in a little jug. I take it. I put it on the Q-tip. I'm doing it right now. I stick it up my nose, and I saturate that area. Um, there's no way I could get anything. Just like in Turkey, they're right, getting right. it because they eat it. I mean, I, there's how could it be? I'm melting everything that's in my body, and then if anything comes near me, I'm going to melt it into oblivion. I'm not going to be right. afraid of this thing. You know, All right, Cass, hold on. We'll take a timeout, come back. We'll open up the phone lines, take questions and, uh, and, and comments. Dr. Cass Ingram, the respiratory solution, the cure is in the cupboard. Uh, and many, many other books. Uh, we'll also talk about how to boost your immune system. Yeah. On the other side, The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serra. Don't go away. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. Cass Ingram is with us this hour, and uh, we are talking about how to battle or avoid the coronavirus naturally. And uh, what about the immune system, uh, Cass? So, yeah, you know, you know the, your... the, the kingpin is the wild oregano still, because there was a study on 33 herbs, your echinacea, your elderberry, your different things, 33 of them. Only the wild oregano dramatically boosted the interferon. You can't, it's just it. It's the thing. Now, additionally, we should be getting our vitamin C. But it should be from a natural source. So I pound the citrus right now, and I, and I pound this purely seed. That's that camu-camu. You've taken that before. Yes, yes. That's a fantastic thing. I take the powder, and I just take a teaspoon right down the hatch a couple times a day. And uh, so I'll do that. And I, you know, another thing I'm doing is I'm getting my vitamin A, because did you know this? Vitamin A is the immune system vitamin. If you have a virus or you have a bacteria, you have a fungus, and it comes on your membranes, vitamin A makes a, you have to have the vitamin, you make an immunoglobulin, called secretory IgA, medical stuff. The immunoglobulin, it marks the germ. You see, it, it 
it locks on it. When the, uh-huh. when the and then you know what happens then the white cell comes and gets it. So to be protected, and I know the Chinese don't get enough of this. I this one, but I think you're right about the pollution. Uh, or the elderly don't get enough of the vitamin. You have to have your vitamin A. I can trace the cases to deficit of vitamin A. You have to have it. And I get it from the I get it from the polar power. I do, but I get it also from fatty fish and butter and cheese, eggs, that type of thing. Right. Now, the other thing I'm hearing about um, is licorice root uh, for, for coronavirus. Have yeah, you heard anything about licorice there's, root? There's two studies. One is on our work, which is exception, uh, which is it's domineering. It's compelling. And then there's a nice study on licorice root, which shows that it blocks the virus's replication. But the oregano... Is, is one you could rely on because it kills the virus. I keep saying that. You have right, to right. kill it at least to, to shut down half of them or something. It's not enough to wait for the immune system. Or to kill it 90%, 95%, then you'll survive. You, you know, the 5% won't mean anything. Or go big guns and kill it 100%. And they'd be, you know, be done with it, no risks to you at all. Now, when I treated the one SARS case, definite case, I gave the person three capsules every half hour and 80 drops every half hour or so. That's a lot. That means yeah. we went through a bottle a day. Wow. And, and the capsules, a bottle almost, to see three capsules every hour, three times about, well, up for 18 hours, about a half a bottle of that a regress per day. The only way, she, otherwise she might have died. I don't know. You know, it's is there bad. is there any like if you have the coronavirus and you survive? Yeah, uh, are you likely to get it again? Less likely Not to get it again? Really, you know, maybe you have a little immunity, but it's like the flu. If you get enough exposure, you you know, somebody wipes their snot on something, you 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 itch your your eye, you get a fulminant case of it like that. Just no matter if you had immunity or not, you're going to get the case. So it's. That's just the bad bottom line. You you take the oregano every day like you do in your family to protect yourself. And then if you did start coming down with something, you ratchet it up. All this fear and panic and pandemonium is because medicine has nothing. And it tells us they have nothing. So people are like, oh, my God, if I get this, I'll die. You know, so there's panic. They don't know that you don't have to get it at all. If you did get it, you kill it. So, again, the virus is a problem if you're not killing it fast to, to prevent it from killing you. The other thing is people are, are uh, you see an, an, an awful lot of people walking around with surgical masks. Right. And we're being told that doesn't do any, any good because it can enter through the eyes. Enter uh, through the eyes uh, and mouth, uh, ears, uh, maybe get on your clothes or something and you don't notice something and take your mask off. The mask would be good this way. Get some of this incredible paste. This is what I'm going to do to Seattle. I think I'm going to actually wear one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this Arega Shield. That's the name. Uh, I don't know if it's in the market. I'll give you a website. Anyway, I'm going to take this. I rub it in the mask. And then the mask becomes a pleasant experience because I just put it there by the nose. I'm fumigating myself. The mask is doing me a good turn. 
Otherwise, the, you know, the fumes would dissipate in the air, but I'm locking those fumes, uh, hermetically sealing them in my face. Right, right. I'm going to do that on the plane. I don't like wearing masks on planes, but I'm going to do it this time. Um, but, but, but for people who are walking around with a, a mask and thinking it's going to prevent them from getting uh, influenza or coronavirus, it's giving them a false sense of security. False right? sense of security because they should be taking the oregano oil and then wearing the mask maybe. Um, in China, the, the worker was wearing the mask and he got it in his eyes, the, the doctor, and he got a mild case from ocular. And he, has, he had a pink eye and it was because he was working with coronavirus victims. It seems to like at hammering the eyes. Uh, so unless you're wearing goggles and, uh, and mask, then there may be some protection. Right. But, uh, but you know, it's in, the, it's in the feces. So one of the issues with SARS was that this one guy infected 100 people because the flush toilet would flush up his, his diarrhea. Right, right. And, and this is the problem now. It's in the hospitals, you see, and then this can, they, they take a diarrhea and then it goes up and, hey, that's where that spray would come in handy, right? You know, you spray right, the right. toilet in there. Well, uh, and then the other problem is, uh, if it takes hold in a place like San Francisco, Los Angeles, where they have these, these homeless, uh, that's the problem. Problem. Exactly. And Seattle. You got to Seattle. If it, if it hits, Yes, Seattle too. If it hits the indigent, the immune compromised, the weak and the feeble, then we have this this horrible situation. I'll tell you another issue. If it gets into the pigs, if it gets into the pigs, which the American system is different than the Chinese system, and then it ferments in there, then it can go from them back to the humans. That will that will cause a pandemic in the United States. That's what happened in nineteen eighteen, by the way. Went from the humans to the pigs in this in that case, but it's you know it's, we don't know what's going to happen. America is America, and we have the free press at least. Um, so we talk. Are we about so this. genetically are we so genetically similar to pigs that that's yes. why you can cross? What do over? you use when your heart's failing? You get a pig valve. <laughs> true. True. Yes. What do you use? Uh, you know the the, the the pig insulin and pig uh, thyroid. We're so close. So he, the virus, she, she mutates to the pig and then comes right into the human and, and can get us. That's the situation. Nothing against the pigs. But then I'm not going to eat the pig. Yeah, that's just me. Right, right. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to get these. Did you know, that you want to talk about something bizarre, that the U.S. government is quarantining all the soybean feed from China and running it through a massive sterilization uh, device at the border. The reason? The, the soybean meal contains Chinese B vitamins and Chinese minerals, right. and they are contaminated with coronavirus. Because ah. of pig gelatin. It's it, all big news in the farm industry. There's, that's why it hasn't broke out here is because they're taking all these precautions. But what happens when we eat the stuff? They're not sterilizing our vitamins, only for the pigs. You see, that's why I don't, I don't eat that. I don't take that stuff. Now, when, uh, you, when you say pig gelatins, you mean the capsules are made from not pig gelatin? Not just the capsules. Then they'll tell you on the label if it's beef or pork. They have to tell you. Right. But 
it's the they use the gelatin in the manufacture of the B vitamins that were that are in the on the shelf right now. They use it somehow. They use the gelatin in, as part of making their the minerals, the synthetic minerals that they produce. They right, use it right. to make their vitamin C. They make the vitamin C from corn, and whatever reason they're using pig gelatin. So now the ascorbic acid. So we think we're doing the right thing by ascorbic acid. We're not. We're doing the wrong thing. It's from corn, GMO corn. It suppresses our immune system. We think we've got security. You've got to know what you're doing. I'm, that's why I'm writing the book. You have no idea. If you want to you know, do vitamin C, you should be buying lemons. Or you know, get this purely C, which I use as a supplement, along with the lemons and the oranges and the grapefruits. Don't be buying the synthetic C because it's from corn anyway. Um, right, right. And but but you, can you get enough vitamin C into you just eating citrus or drink? You know, because you'll you'll pee off the excess, won't you? No, it holds it holds nicely when you get it from the food. Only the synthetic one is dumping into the urines. You 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 do not get huge amounts, but you do get medicine. You get the limonenes. You get the citrus peel stuff. You get all sorts of nice sort of antiseptics from lemon and lime and oranges and grapefruit. So you're much better off with the f- loading up on organic, fresh citrus right now. And then there's the Purely Sea. It's coming from the Amazon. You're, you're, it's a Canadian company. We buy it from them. The company, in North American Urban Spice, does a great job with that product. It's got the Roos Coriolia, which is wild, the Camu Camu, which is wild, Acerola and Rose Hips, and nothing else. So you don't need a lot of vitamin C, my friend. Just 200%, 300% of the RDA is enough. Okay, Cass, Uh, we're going to step away. We'll take another time out. Dr. Cass Ingram and uh, the Respiratory Solution, the cure is in the cupboard. Who needs headaches? Uh, Much, much more. Coming up on The Conspiracy Show, my name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. He's known as the Wilderness Doctor, Dr. Cass Ingram, CassIngram.com, C-A-S-S, Ingram, I-N-G-R-A-M, CassIngram.com, and uh, the author of uh, over two dozen books, including The Respiratory Solution. He's working on a, a new one. On uh, coronavirus, other titles include The Cures in the Cupboard, The Black Seed Miracle, The Golden Root Miracle, The Hemp Oil Miracle, Natural Cures from Wild Tree Resin, The Infection Connection. What is The Infection Connection? Oh, I've been working on that one for about 15 years. I finally got it done. It's a, The Infection Connection to Cancer, Heart Disease, Diabetes, Arthritis, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, the fungus connection, and the parasite connection, uh, the, and these, uh, these chronic diseases, you don't, you, don't, you don't feel infected, you don't feel a fever or flu. So I outline how, how, how the infection gets in there. You know, cancer is infectious. Did you know if you kill the infection, sometimes the tumors just, just die off? Yeah, it's mostly a fungus. You're saying cancer is a fungus? Mostly, yeah. There's good research on it. Been around there for about 80 years now that there's a fungal element, a ferment. And just we know that, and the studies are big. They've done the study in Long Island University. Look it up. 
where they killed the prostate cancer cells with the oregano oil, where they did the Greeks killed colon cancer cells with it, uh, the Turks, leukemia cells. I mean leukemia cancer stuff. But anyway, it's a whole other subject, and it's in the book. This infection connection, this fungal connection, viral connection, vaccine connection to people getting sick. But it's stealth. That's what the book deals with, all these infections that you don't know and you don't have a fever, so you don't go to the doctor and you don't get an antibiotic. But your sickness is this infestation. That's kind of what it's about. Yeah, just getting back to the, uh, the oregano oil, how do you... How do you tell if it's truly wild and if it's... and Because you like the high mountain-grown oregano. Those are the yeah. two best, right? You know what That's happened the was that it's the oregano P73, as we know, is the original uh, wild oregano oil. We both, you and I both take it. They put some counterfeit out of Korea. It was counterfeit P73. They actually mocked the label and put a counterfeit out. So it's, it's, you've got to buy it from a legitimate... Uh, reseller, like a health store, something like an iHerb. Go to oregano.com. That's the, that's the maker. Actually, you, you should go there and look at what they've got, oregano.com. If you want to see the research, you've got to go to my site because they don't want to make any, any statement. You know, this is a treacherous slope when you deal with the coronavirus. It's a big pharmaceutical thing, and uh, you, know, you don't want to violate that system, right? So I can... I can say what I want. I'm an author, so I've got it on my uh, CassIngram.com. I have that data, CassIngram.com, and then for you know Oregano.com, you can see the real oregano. Then you could go shopping for it. But you know, I, there's another thing. There's a corruption that occurred. Farm-raised oregano. It's growing in the mountains, right? The kind that right. that we want. Now they're growing it all over the place. Texas, uh, Saskatchewan. BC, Greece, they're growing it on soil and selling it as wild oregano. Oh my God, I never thought that would happen when I popularized the idea of this. So you have to buy or beware, I guess. You know, avoid, right, avoid right. cheap imitations, whatever. But uh, it's an issue. Yeah. Now, just speaking generally about respiratory health, and I know we've talked about coronavirus and. That obviously affects uh, the breathing. That's respiratory. But yes, and if, let me just so say, other if a person okay. gets a cough, shortness of breath, and fever, you better get checked out. That's what the three biggies there. Right, right. But just generally about supporting respiratory health, um, what are some of the other, I mean, we've talked about oregano, but there are some other, what about things Cinnamon. like clove and sage clove, and dill? Uh, clove's not bad. Cinnamon's better. Cinnamon's an outright germicide. You have that, you can buy cinnamon powder and start having a teaspoon a day or two. Then you have cumin seeds. They're, we tested them at Georgetown University. We tested the oil. And it was, it was more effective than, than many wild plants. Cumin. Bay leaf. We should use more bay leaf in our stews. Because it's a germicide. Uh, clove's not bad. You could take the clove buds and make a tea. Lemongrass is pretty good. If you're a lover of lemongrass, it's a germicide. Garlic and onion are antiviral to a degree. Those are like the you know vitamin C we said. Those are the really major. Uh, sage, wild sage is pretty good. Thyme, you know, you can buy thyme in the marketplace, but it's not that powerful. The thyme oil might be, but we 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 do thyme oil a little cautiously. We like oregano oil; it's better. 
Uh, what about just cooking? Like if you're eating, if you're cooking it. Well, what do you think's happening in Turkey? They have zero cases, and the Turks that went to China didn't get sick. They don't sit around like we do and take oregano oil under the tongue. They're eating it. <laughs> so their whole system is just infused with it. Oh yeah. And that we should be using these spices. It's one thing to spend 30 bucks in buying a supplement. We should probably do. But we could just go around and buy the best quality organic spices and start using more turmeric and more ginger, more cinnamon, more oregano, more uh, coriander, and be like uh, an Indian kitchen and really, really pound it. Um, Now, that's interesting. I wonder, um, I mean, in the... The Persians use a lot of spices, but it's taken a hold in Iran. Well, it's taken a hold of Iran. You know, they have a very they've got they've been weakened by all those sanctions. It was not a good thing to do, is to just punish somebody, just to punish them. And their system's got to be broken, you know, from all that. Uh, and I think that they uh, they had a lot of travelers going to China. I believe they did. And yeah, they, they took hold of them. Right, it just happened. And what about but India? They don't. They, from they, India? Don't, they, they don't have the oregano there. That's the difference. Ah. Oregano is the, is, the, is the hammer. See, let me tell you something. We can talk about all these wonderful things, the C, the A, the, the spices, the cloves and things, a bit of cinnamon. But I tell you what, I'm not going to go to Seattle except on the wild oregano wagon. <laughs> right, I mean, Because right. I know it'll work. I know I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to get put in quarantine. You're not I'm going to not get about, this junk. You're not the, the slightest bit nervous about flying into Seattle where these two cases are. No, not, not even in the least. I'm so, I smell like somebody's fume. I smell like a pizza oven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have so I gotta, much. I've got to break your cast. Uh, and I, and I, before I go, I'm going to load up. I'll probably take three capsules of that Regress on the hour. I'll okay. take 80 drops on the hour, and I'll just bomb and bomb. There's, if I bomb myself, it's impossible for me okay, to get the coronavirus. Back with more in a moment. Stay with us. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Just a reminder, coming up in the second hour, just moments away, Sloan Bella. Hollywood psychic to the stars, medium, and uh, we'll get her to uh, weigh in on... Uh, her psychic impressions on a whole host of things, including coronavirus, uh, the death of uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, U.S. presidential elections, politics, much more. That's uh, Sloan Bella coming up in just moments. Cass Ingram, Dr. Cass, stays with us. And uh, his new book, well, it's in the works, uh, Coronavirus. When is that set to hit the stands, Cass? should be in April, you know. Um, and it's like the coronavirus cause... Uh, and what to do, how to protect yourself, what to take. You know, I'll have some recipes on a, sort of an antiviral diet, but most of it's going to be what's causing it, you know, how this could affect us in the future. And then about oh, one-third is what to do, what to take, the dosage, if you get it, if you, do wanna, you want to protect it, if you're going to travel, what diet, what supplements, what herbs, what, you know, what, what. And all these techniques. Now, just now, I, I just, look... <clears throat> I just stuck some of this <laughs> up the schnozzle, burning everything out. One of the big problems we have is our immune systems are down. Like you said in Wuhan, I have to put something in about the pollution. Um, the immune system's down because of fungus and fungal sinusitis. So I'm saying 
to clean that fungus out before you travel, to, you know, to kill the fungus in your body a bit, so your immune system is more robust. Right, uh, right. The fungus is extremely suppressive to the immunological. So while we can try to boost it with a good diet and vitamin C and vitamin A, if the fungus is in there, we'll be vulnerable to pick up the viruses. That's kind of how it works. So the oregano would be around, to take as a, a preemptive. people are walking around with respiratory ailments because they may not even know it, but they have like a mold problem in their basement, and they're breathing that stuff in all day, all night. Yeah. And so they're compromised, right? They're compromised. The black mold, if it gets into you, whether it's the kind of mold you get from the basement or what have you, you get the bronchitis, you get the sinusitis, you get the chronic cough, you get kind of a cold sensation, you don't feel good. It's extremely immunosuppressive. That's what they think happened with the Black Plague that killed, I don't know, was it 13? It killed like most of Europe or half of it or whatever. Right. Apparently they ate moldy, moldy food, moldy grain. Their immune system went down like a rock and bang, whatever happened, happened. Um, and that's what's happening now. People are not paying attention to their high sugar consumption. Like you said, their houses have mold. They get that suppression, and then a virus like this can kill them more easily. That's a fact. If you could clean that mold out, you could handle the virus like, I don't know, maybe five, ten times better. So if, if you're consuming too much sugar, you're feeding the mold. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if you eat one teaspoon of white sugar like people would put in a coffee or tea, right? it's equal to one billion yeasts would grow in, say, at two hours or three hours in your blood and in your organs, one billion of them. So if you wow. ate uh, a donut and had 10 teaspoons or a cake you know, with frosting, you'd have 10, 15 billion, not million, yeasts. Well, if you have bread, it doesn't do anything, but you have to add yeast and sugar and it blows up. You know, that's kind of what happens to us. Right, right. Yeah. Amazing. So, if you have respiratory problems, cut out the sugar. You have to cut out the sugar. You have to cut out the refined foods. You have to look at those, those like processed sugary things as poison. And then I'd get on the oregano. I'd get on the, the P73 edible oil. You know it's good. Uh, and maybe this oregarest, we know how, how powerful it is. Maybe... One-two punch, or at least oil of oregano. Now, I want to tell you something else. There's something called a hydrozole of oregano that's only a cheap product, uh, 15, 20 bucks or something, and that's exceptional for chronic cough. So if I had a hospital where I was treating Wuhan victims or whatever, I would also give them the oregano water, or oregano juice it's called, and have them drink an ounce three times a day or put it in their nasal gastric tube or what have you. Uh, something to think about. If you're having cough and it's stubborn, it won't go away. You might add that. Right. But that's right. enough, you know. But... So, Cass, they call you the wilderness hunter, the wilderness doctor, rather, the wilderness yeah. doctor. Uh, so, share with me um, one of your, your, your recent adventures. Where are you? Oh, well, the last was in Canada when I found the, the spruce resin. I wrote the book, The Natural Cures from Tree Resins. Spruce and I was in the fall, and I couldn't find much, so I went to the trees, and I asked them some questions, and they showed me the resin, like a native guy. And, uh, they sh and, and I said, the resin is good. I'm going to peel some off. And I started chewing on it. I said, I just feel so good. I woke up at 2 in the morning and cleaned up my, my little cabin. <laughs> I felt great.
And the next day, about four in the morning, so I said, there's something in this. Then I made a, an extract, and I gave it some, to some people. You know, the natives say that the spruce tree is, like, holy. And uh, I learned from my aboriginals that the spruce is good for psoriasis. But now some of them are saying cancer. So I gave it hmm. to a guy with a terrible cancer. It, it, agreed, it helped him a lot. He had a PSA of 800. It went down to, to 4. From 804, he went into remission. He wanted to write, he wanted to, he was an artist, so he wanted to do a statue of me. And I said, don't be doing any statues. Paint a spruce tree, you know, and send it to me. I'll hang it on my wall. And, so, I mean, the guy, and just, he went, he's all right. There's so, there's so many different types of spruce. There's, you know, so which I don't know. It was like a planted spruce in Canada. They planted it in seven, and it's like a blue spruce. They planted it in the 70s, and they've become huge. So I just harvested that. Now, the wild spruce, the black spruce, the, any wild spruce in the boreal forest would be huge. If you had the cancer and you went out there and chipped it off, just be good at, you know, nice to the tree, and you chewed on it, it has to be raw. If you heat it, you lose a lot of that. And you just keep so chewing on it. So is that what they it. do? They chew, chew it, it like a gum? You could chew on it like a gum and swallow it. You could try to make it into a tea. Uh, but that's the heat thing, though. But they, now, on my website, it has a, a spruce extract in the bottle, all raw. It's called Spruce Alive. Odd name, but it makes you feel alive. Spruce Alive drops under the tongue. So you could do it that way if you don't have access to the bush or something. And, uh, yeah. So is anyone uh, studying this? Not in university? Just in Finland. In Finland, they found that it eliminates like lesions like bed sores or or ulcers or wounds they keep putting it in there and the the it's a regenerative think about this the tree is going to live 300 years whether you like it or not so if you hit it with a chainsaw it just looks at itself and says hey we got an issue so it sends out its intelligence in the resin not the sap the resin and the resin seals it and the tree lives to be 200 300 years you can't kill it unless you cut it down. So that intelligence, you want that. You want to take that. You want to take that under the tongue. You want to, if you're a bushman, you want to get that. If you have a sickness, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, uh, and skin diseases. I had a woman who had dermatitis. And this is the Canadian product again. It's the Spruce Alive. She had dermatitis for 30 years. She's a hairdresser. The stuff reversed it. She has perfect skin. She had nothing but cracked, horrible skin. Her whole life was ruined because she's a hairdresser. You know, the chemicals from all that. Right, right. That, that, and is, so. is, is it taken as a topical as well, or is it Yes, there's a Bruce Cream, case history, great. I had a guy, no, I had a woman, 85 years old, with a skin cancer. I mean, I don't want to make claims, but her, her mother runs, a, her daughter runs a health food store. So she gets this Spruce Cream. You can see it on the website. She puts a dollop on. A week later, it, she had this stupid lesion from, for, for months, years. It went away. She sent me the pictures, finished. I said, well, I've got to study this. What's this going to do to people? We don't even know. We're in the infancy. Nobody's been doing anything with tree medicines other than Chichaga. Right, right. Not, not Natural with, cures you know, from, from wild and tree resins. You know, the richest right. country in the world was the Queen Sheba. She was trading in the, in the tree resins back then. You see? There you go. Cass, 
we are out of time, my friend. But uh, in the meantime, we'll direct them to CassIngram.com. Uh, there they'll find, as I say, over two dozen books, including the Lyme disease cure. We'll be back into Lyme uh, disease season yeah. soon. Uh, Doctor's Wild Guide to Wild Oregano, uh, the Black Seed Miracle, the Cures in the Cupboard, the Hemp Oil Miracle, the Golden Root Miracle, that's turmeric, the Infection Connection, the Respiratory Solution, and uh, coming out in April, uh, yeah. a book, the brand new book on coronavirus. And let's go out yes. to the bush sometime. We've been you missing it, out in, on uh, lifestyle. You know, okay, my friend. Thank yeah, you. Bye-bye. All the best, Cass. Cass Ingram, <laughs> he slams the phone down. I always think he's going away mad. No, he's just busy. He's going to get right back to writing that book. When we come back, the sexy psychic, that's what she calls herself. I'm not being sexist here. She is the sexy psychic, no question. Sloan Bella from L.A. will be here, right here on The Conspiracy Show.